Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I am your host, Zykeia McCoy. Here at Cooking with Positivity, we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that be in your business, in your love life, or in your everyday decision making. I'm going to go ahead and kick us off with our positivity poem for the month. Love is the greatest positivity you can put into the world. Blend it up, drink it, and embody what love is. Love thyself. Give yourself all the attention in the world and love thy family with the overpour of affection to love thy neighbor and bring positivity to the universe. It is Tuesday. So you know what that means is talk about it Tuesday with our CWP family member, Kimberly Biggs, when we come back. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, I have. I have dreamed of starting my own podcast for so long, and I felt it would be a great way to showcase my business as a caterer and a writer and promote my business. And one of my favorite people suggested Anchor to me, and I tried Anchor, and I loved it. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. If you want your podcast heard on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are heard, then Anchor is right for you. So if you want to live your dream, create your own podcast with easy and great tools such as background and description and distributing your podcast on multiple platforms, go to anchor.fm slash start and start living your dream of your podcast today. We here at Cooking with Positivity are huge on causes that help build up the community and the people in it. We have partnered with Lashbinder, a brand created by celebrity makeup artist Cassandra McGlure, who has created the world's quickest, easiest, and safest tool to apply strip lashes so easily a five-year-old can do it. With every tool sold, a patient who has lost their lashes due to chemotherapy will receive a free lash binder with the buy one, give one campaign. So stop by lashbinder.com and use the code cooking with positivity to receive $5 off and give the gift of beauty to a brave survivor today. Ladies, we never need a reason to fabify ourselves, but we do need the tools to do the job. A few extras here and there never hurt anyone. With lush mink lashes like angel wings and bundles and wigs worthy enough to grace every crown, Blessed Her Hair has just the tools you need to get the job done. Stop by blessedherhair.com and grab the tools to finish fabifying your look today. Cooking with Positivity family. Hump Day is almost here, and I want you to make sure you join us on Wednesday for some riveting host chat, maybe an interview, and some movie talk right here on Cooking with Positivity. Guys, we are joined by our CWP family member, Kimberly. How are you, Kimberly? I am good today. How are you? I'm fantastic. We're just going to dive right in our talk of the town. Now, everyone knows that we lost uh, Kobe Bryant last Sunday. And it has racked the industry. Everyone has been feeling it. So, there has been a ton of tributes and false reports or wrong reports. There was a a news anchor who reported that Kobe Bryant and all four of his children were on board, and they all lost their lives. So media has been going crazy with the Kobe Bryant story. Also, there was a news anchor who called him a, a nigger. Yes. And uh, it's been so much. 
that it's hard for, you know, the family to digest and mourn properly. Yes, and that's why I was so glad that his wife came out with her statement that said she wants the family to be left alone, and also she wanted everybody to do a contribution to the other families that were lost. Because one whole family was wiped out, the family of four. Right. So she wants this, and I thought that was very, very nice. That was very kind of her. She and she and the other children, Kobe Bryant's wife and his children are going to be well taken care of. But she want to make sure that the other family members that was lost are very are also taken care of. Also, so I thought that was a beautiful thing. Right, and she did. Um, also, she did a tribute, an illuminated a tribute of an illustration of their daughter Gianna as a Laker. So she paid homage to her daughter and her husband's life in that. And I felt that was beautiful. But the question that a lot of people are asking, is it too soon for people to be doing such an outpour of tributes and everything like that? Is it too soon? Because just found out the news and then they had a tribute for him on the Grammys that same night, then it was the eliminated their people. LeBron James just got a tattoo. Uh, it is it too soon to do? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because when you love a person and they pass, right? Is it too soon to celebrate them, miss them, right? So, no, I don't think it's too soon. He did a lot for the NBA. He did a lot for the outside of the NBA. Yeah, he did. Um, and also, family. Family was number one for him. And I heard Miss um, information of why he had a helicopter. And um, they keep overpassing that one. They keep showing him when he making speeches and speeches. But he said that he started to take helicopters because he missed his daughter play. And he said he would never miss another family function again. That's why he started taking helicopters. Right. So they was going to Joyce Pam again. He's going to be there to support her, the rest of the family. And I thought that was a great thing. Well... We're going to move on, but before we move on, because I know you just lost someone, and I have lost to plenty, and losing Kobe Bryant was rough for me, for my own personal reasons, and we all lose people, and they mean something different to everybody and everybody else's life. So I want to take this time to do a moment of silence for us to remember the ones we've lost. All right. Now we're going to get back into it. Now, uh, Meghan Markle, as you know, she and the former prince have left the royal family, and they need to get back to work. So she is looking for acting gigs. And these past few weeks, there have been rumors that there's going to be a reality show on Netflix. And she's going to be the star. Oh. But, oh, wait. (laughs) Netflix has denied it. Oh, okay. My question was this. Number one, I did not know she was an actress. Yes, she was on a suit. That's before, before she became... The Meghan Markle, we know that was her job. She was an actress. I did not know she was an actress. Yes. And her and her husband have been out shopping around trying to get her more work. Because they want to pay back the family that helped build their home and pay back those who... And then, you know, the queen wants money back for... The things that she said that... Oh, the queen wants her money back. <laughs> she wants her money back for 
things that she said they were beneficial when they were in the royal family. So, you know, they're, they're trying to... I think that he is really following after his mother's footsteps. Yeah, we talked uh, about that a bit last week. But yeah, well, uh, I did not know she was an actress. I did not know the queen won her money back. And number one, how can she take the house, or or why should they pay for a house that he was um, born into? You know, you understand what I'm saying? Okay, that so there's a house. There's a separate there. Like they um got the community and the families to donate to build this house for them, and I'm not sure of the actual amount, but they want to pay those families back that you know donated and helped build their build that home for them. They want to pay them back, and then the queen she wants her money back. So <laughs> they're having a tough time. Okay, well, I have a question for you. Right. Do you think that the queen, or as they call it, the establishment, they can really do a um a mini series on them anyway? I just seen a commercial yesterday right. on them. So my question to you is: Do you think they are doing this much and dismissing him from the family because his wife is biracial? Because I don't. The question I ask that is because we all know Charles was cheating before he got divorced. He wasn't disgraced from the family. Well, I again, I can't really say that because she's not only. I think it's anybody who goes against the royal guard, the royal family. It's not just about her being biracial at this point because they keep saying that they have disgraced the family. Yes, but Prince Charles was cheating. He went against the unity of what she stands for. But that that part doesn't matter because you know men can cheat and it'd be okay. (laughs) That part doesn't matter. They don't care about that. As long as you don't Go against the royal family. Okay, as long as you don't go against the royal family and disgrace the royal family, it's okay for them to cheat? That's how, look, they keep things under wraps. As as long as it's not out in the public too bad and you make the royal family look bad, they publicly remove themselves. Right, but you know that that, um, she didn't only have Prince Charles. She had other children besides Charles. Yeah. He has a brother. He has a sister. You never hear about them at all. And that's, that's what I'm saying. You know what? My <laughs> light bulb just went off. My light bulb just went off. Light, my light bulb just turned on. And the reason why you don't hear about them because they wasn't in line to be the next prince. Or right. to become the next king. The king. Because right now they're a prince. So they wasn't in line to become the next king, so maybe that's why you don't hear about them. Right. And certain things that they are probably doing is distasteful, and so they keep them under wraps for sure. That's why I said I don't think it it has anything to do with her being, uh, you know, biracial anymore. I think it, the queen feels like they smacked her in the face because they turned their back on the royal family. And they're trying to do their own thing. So she's being petty. And she's going to do everything she can to make it difficult for them. That's all. That's how I feel about that. Okay. But being being that we're speaking about Meghan Markle, Akeisha Land has gone viral after her Instagram post. And she looks just like Meghan Markle. And it was very interesting to see because when I was scrolling through, I thought I was looking at Meghan Markle. It was very eerie. Okay, well, oh, but you know what they say. Everybody has a twin in this world. Yes. Everybody might have a triplet in this world. Well, I, I get it on, I, I get it all the time. Hey, it's your name when I went to school. No, I was not born in Virginia. Didn't you go to Georgia? No, I did not go to high school here. I, went, I, I was in New York. 
Ain't you related to? No. You look just like my husband's sister. No. <laughs> well, she. this is her doppelganger for sure. The only difference is she has a child. She has a daughter who is older, and she's in the picture with her in one of the pictures. And everyone was speculating. They thought it was Meghan Markle's niece. They thought that she brought the family back together. All of these things were going on. And then, you know, the young lady's name was revealed. And that that's crazy for you to be a regular person and receive that much, you know, pandemonium just because you look like someone famous. It's, it's, it's crazy. But you know they have those uh, apps where when you put your picture into uh, the app, it gives you the celebrity that you look the most like. Yes. Yes. I mean, I remember um, Jerry Springer before he became raunchy. But Jerry Springer did not start off with who the baby daddy. No, he was good. That's very good. Um, Then all of a sudden, I guess, a lot of people lost interest, so then he had to get ghetto. But um, they did, they did, you know, did a lot of shows. Like these people really do look like a, another celebrity, a football player, a basketball yep. player, a soccer player. So yeah. Well, my question is, I wonder what she had profit off of it. See, and what what she said was she didn't think she looked so much like Meghan Markle until her her Instagram post went viral. That's what I'm saying. So I wonder, well, I'm glad she said that because I wonder how many people would have had, all right, because how many, um, well, I said profit off of it. I know one person that has profit off of uh, a late rapper that I think was one of the best. I think he was one of, not one of the best rappers, Tupac. Tupac, I, I, okay, I was getting ready to ask you if you're talking about Tupac. We were Tupac, and that guy looked just like Tupac, and he has profit, and he made a lot of money. Well, of you know, there were, um, there were a couple of uh, Tupac lookalikes before the young man that played him. Before the young man that played him recently. Right. Because, you know, and above the rim, and above the rim, he, that's what his lookalike is in um, a couple of the scenes because he was uh, he was locked up at the time. He got locked up at the time or he got shot around that time. I'm trying to remember, but Tupac uh, lookalike is in No, I don't think so. I don't think he was shot at that time. Maybe I'm, I'm saying I think this was the first time he got mm. shot. Is either that or he was locked up. I can't remember which one, but I know his lookalike is in a couple of the scenes and above the rim, and you don't even know it because he looked that much like him. His demeanor, his everything was all Tupac, and it was okay. creepy. Okay. <laughs> right. Since we're talking about Tupac, while well, a lot of people keep forgetting about Tupac, they think he was somebody who came in the studio and he just started right which he could I, I tell you, to me he was one of one of the best rappers. Mm-hmm. Um but Tupac also went to a performance school. Yes he did. He was very smart and he went and he dated Jada Pickett. They said they never dated. She said they never dated. She said they were friends and they had a close bond because of their friendship and because their love for art and music. But everybody yeah, else thought they were dating. I watched the Red Talk Table. I like Red Talk Table. Red Talk Table, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and she said that his death was so emotional to her. Maybe, okay, maybe they was best, best. But you can have a best friend and they passed away and they could. And she loved him. So you yeah. everybody differently. And even even Will said, you know, he was intimidated by, you know, their relationship, especially when him and Jada first got together because he was giving giving her his all, but he could never, you know, fill that position because this is his this is her best friend. And they have a connection and a bond that came before him 
And then he was this hardcore rapper and lyricist, and he was the Fresh Prince. So, you know, there was that that tension and that awkwardness at first. Yes, but if you let Jamie talk about it, that wasn't really him. And I heard a lot of, uh, you know, they did documentaries on him, that if he wasn't performing, you see a completely different side of him. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Snoop Dogg said the same thing. You know, he said... He was he was a real person behind behind the headlines, beyond what we see, but beyond the thug life tattoo. And I mean that's true for every artist. If you are an artist, you are performing, you are putting on a show for the public. Nine times out of ten, you're not like that with your kids. You're not like that with your wife. You're not like that, you know, with your mother. Like, nine times out of ten, that stuff shuts off. And then the real human inside you comes forward. I believe sometimes. I believe sometimes people cannot shut it off. Yeah, and and that's when people start believing their own hype. That's what that is. (laughs) That's what that is. When people start believing their own hype. But um, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the question of the week. Are you looking to expand your gift-giving ideas? Well, you should check out Tipsy Chicks. They have fun and stylish drink accessories and tipsy tags that will turn a mundane life into a party wherever you go. Whether you are going on a camping trip, you can bring your folding chairs and your easily accessible folding flask, or you can start the party while you're waiting in line to get into your favorite hotspot. Be sure to stop by Tipsy Chicks, that's T-I-P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-S dot com today and grab a gift that keeps on giving. We have just celebrated the new year, so that means Valentine's Day is not far off. Be one of the first to grab a Valentine's gift basket with everything set up for a perfect dinner for two. Stop by ZakiaMcCoy.com or head over to ZRZ Catering and grab your basket today. Hey, Cooking with Positivity family. Be sure to tune in on Thursday where we take it back. We'll break down some of our favorite old school jams, the artists who made them huge, and what they mean to us. With some fun along the ride. Be sure to join us right here on Cooking with Positivity. I just came through a lot of haters in here, so I keep it confidential. Welcome back. Now, last week, our question of the week was, do you think Terry Crews threw Gabrielle Union under the bus? Right? Kim said, Kim, what did you no. <laughs> Kim said no. And I said yes. I felt like he went the extra mile to discredit her. Now, before I tell you which one of us you guys agree with the most, I'm going to tell you that Terry Crews apologized to Gabrielle Union because he felt like he did throw her under the bus. He apologized for discrediting discrediting her and her experiences just because he didn't experience it doesn't mean he should have threw her under the bus. These are Terry Cruz's words, not mine. You can go search it up. Okay, I believe I have published words. Okay. Yeah, you could go read it. You could go Google it. It's everywhere. And he says he's sorry. He, he apologized for discrediting her and not standing with him. Okay, well, I guess that a lot of people did agree with you. And I see that he did not throw her under the bus, but I believe his public said, you better make this right. She probably, she probably did because she told him, mind your business, before he even, he even, you know, made those statements. She told him, mind your business. 
So don't worry. And then he started his talking out his ass. His wife, his manager, his publicist told him he better get out there and make a statement because you're getting some negative feedback. And so, it's not just negative feedback. It's extreme negative feedback because not only are you discrediting her for her experiences, that's the whole Me Too woman, woman hating, bashing, whatever. But you went on saying that you didn't do nothing wrong, this, that, and the third, and then you have to come back around and apologize because, like, it went too far. Okay, I agree with you. I agree with you. So, what was the result? It was eight that he did throw her under the bus. It was three that he did not. Oh, okay. So, the listeners agree with me and Terry Cruz's wife and his manager, his publicist, and Gabrielle Union. Okay, well, for the question of the week, we are one to one. Okay. And now, um, for our next question of the week, I think I've seen this story and I felt like this would be a perfect question of the week. Right? Now, a family was kicked off a flight for a body odor. Yes. And they sued American Airlines. Yes. So, I feel like there could be multiple questions out of this, but I think we're going to decide which question we're going to go with. Now, do you think, do you think that the airline was right? in putting these people off the plane. Okay, my question is this, and I'm not being racist. What was the race of the family that got kicked off? They were Caucasian. They were Caucasian? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because the reason why I asked that is because a lot of Indian culture from India mm-hmm. or Pakistanian, they herbs, and they, they yeah, they, they herbs, because they, has a strong potent like turmeric and everything that because they eat it all the time it does give off of uh, it comes to their pores yeah and then sometimes um some cultures they don't believe in using soap they believe in, in using a natural stone in order to uh, bathe and you know deodorize which is not always effective yeah, yeah true but it acts like I was wondering about the. I just read about it, but I didn't read was the Caucasian or race. I just know several different cultures that I come in contact with every day. Indian, Pakistanian, from from East. Well, let's just say from that part of the country, uh, Eastern part. Um, they do have a strong body odor. It's because of the herbs that they eat. So, um, what do you think? I mean, was they smelling that bad? My thing is, my thing is this, right? Because I'm gonna, I want to take your words. I'm gonna use, I'm gonna be devil's advocate right now. Regardless of their odor, they were already on the plane. They had already boarded. The plane was about to take off, right? There are many ways that that situation could have been handled where the family wouldn't have been kicked off. Because at the end of the day, we don't know people's circumstances. Maybe, you know, they were homeless and they were trying to get back to a place where they can be under shelter. Like, who knows what what was transpiring. But for you to single them out and put them off the plane, I think that's a bit extreme because they could have gave them some wet naps to have them go in the bathroom and take care of it to kill kill the odor and appease the other passengers. They could have took them to the side. You know, when you get escorted <laughs> off a plane. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, golly. I mean. You know what I'm saying? Because you know when you get escorted off a plane or when you get escorted off of any type of transportation like that. It's a big show. Everybody's seeing it. Everybody's aware of what's going on. Everybody's aware of why you got put off, whatever the case. 
So it's embarrassing. I feel like there should be protocol. You could have took them to the side, you know, somebody could have took them to the side and, you know, said something instead of putting them off the plane. That's my, that's my thought. That's true. Because I, I've, I've been around, you know, people with odor. I, I, I understand. Like, I, sometimes you can't help it depending on your circumstance. I get it. So I feel like there could have been a way that American Airlines could have handled this. And, and they could have still made it to their destination. Yes. And in turn, they wouldn't be getting sued right now. You're right about that. And and I'm pretty sure. Several people. Did you that on the plane? But see, I haven't seen a video yet. I'm waiting to see a video. I'm waiting. I'm trying to see when a video will come out. So, action, yeah, a video will probably come out. Everybody is just having their phone, video and everything. Right. Uh, well, okay. Well, I have, well, since we talk about airlines, you know, like this self, and on our way, my granddaughter and I to our destination, right. the lady in front of us nonstop talked from the time she sat down. The only time she stopped talking was when the stewardess was doing the instructions, you know, about safety and put on your light. That's the only time she stopped talking. Right. For two hours, the lady who sat directly in front of me loud and talked. That people were sitting, you know, sitting up in their seat. You can see people sitting in their seat just trying to see who she was. I know all about this lady. Procedures, cosmetic procedures, all the vacations she want to go to. I know it all. And and she would say to the lady sitting next to her, her friend, but don't forget, you said trying to buy a house. Don't forget, I can't do that. So make sure you plan it because I'm trying to buy a house. I'll talk about every cosmetic procedure she has talked about. Wow. Every trip she has talked about. And after two hours, if you know me, <laughs> <laughs> I had to tap this lady on her shoulder. I said, excuse me. For two hours, you have been talking nonstop. This house you keep trying to say you're trying to buy, if you stop trying to get cosmetic procedures, if you stop trying to go to every island, you can buy this house. Okay. And you're really loud. She's like, oh, I apologize. Shut her ass up. Well, <laughs> see, uh, see, I don't, I don't think, I don't think maybe, Maybe that the other passengers on board were complaining. Oh, oh yes, because it was, it was, people was getting up. To, if you been on a plane before, people would get up. I could see people in front of me. I could just see the people in front of me. I can't see the people behind me. But you can hear conversation. Oh, my God, who is that? I'm going to go look. So people were purposely, with you in the back, if you were on a big plane, you know, they got a bathroom in the back, they got a bathroom in the front. People in the back of me would purposely try to walk to the front bathroom just to take a look at this lady. That's how loud she was talking. And her laugh was, ha, 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 ha. oh my God, her laugh was killing me. All right. And then you can see people who are in front of us just, you know, like holding on their chair just to look and see who it was. That's how extremely loud she was. All right. So I had to talk to lady, look. You have been talking nonstop since you sat down for two hours. Nonstop. All right. So I get, look, so it sounds like we're on the same side. Right. So, I mean. It sounds, it sounds like we're on the same side. So we really don't have a question of the week uh, for this topic. I, I, honestly, American Airlines could have handled it better. Yes, it could. So let's go to. Okay. Well, what will be the topic? Our next, our next, our next conversation or topic or talk of the town is um, we talked about Gabrielle Union earlier. She invited the team DeAndre Arnold from Texas, who was told to cut his dreads or he won't graduate to the Oscars, and a lot of people. 
have back DeAndre and trying to help him. Ellen DeJourners and Alicia Keys have presented him with a large uh, shot of fly check so he can go to veterinarian school. And they are encouraging uh, Barber Hill High School, that's the school that he goes to, to do the right thing. And let this young man graduate. And don't force him to cut off his dreads. Okay. So. I'm going to, we're going to do a different question because we're not going to do the basic because we, we all feel, I know you feel like the school is wrong. This young man has never been in trouble. This young man has great academic career. Like why is he being forced to cut his hair? True. I have no problem with drag, dreadlocks. But I want these young men whose skin dreadlocks to understanding the true meaning behind the dreadlocks. And he does. His that's his culture. His family is from um what did he say? Jamaica? Not Jamaica, but um is they're from an island. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying okay. to remember the exact island. Okay. But that that's his heritage. And so when when we see people who have dreadlocks that understand the meaning and you tell them to cut it, you telling them to give away their heritage, their history, their background. No. Then that's they give it to a style, that's different. If they come from the island, this is their culture, then no. Because that's why I say, do they know the true meaning behind the dreadlocks? And see dreadlocks. that that, uh, that particular, okay, yes, that particular boy is from the island. That is his culture. But what about these millions of black men and white men also who don't know the true meaning of the dreadlock, but they like it because it's a hairstyle. It's a style. But they don't know the true meaning of the dreadlock. You and I, you and I do. We come from New York. We, we grew up in the melting pot. And so I'm making, so I get it. Dreadlock. <laughs> I know why the Rastafarians wear a dreadlock. So, if this is your culture and you live in your culture, no, don't cut it off. But don't tell me it's just a style, because it's not. It's a cultureness. Well, I I watched the uh, interview that he had with Ellen DeGeneres, and he spoke about his culture and being connected. But Ellen DeGeneres made a good point. Because she asked, well, are there girls who have long hair in your school? And he said, yes, of course. So why can't he wear his hair down and long? And he doesn't wear it down when he's in school. He wears it up. It's not past his his shoulders while he's in school. He wears his hair up. So... Why is it an issue? And even if it is past his shoulders, I'm quite sure there are females in the school that have their hair down. Yes. <laughs> so this is a yes. double standard turned on its head. So the question, I think the question of the week is, should the school have the same dress code and hair care rules for both males and females. I say they should. It, 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 I think uh, it's just, okay, right. But is this a private school or a public school? Um, um, let me search. Let me search it up because I don't, I'm because, not. So I ask that, you know, it really doesn't matter. But the reason why I ask that is because certain private schools, you know, you have that, 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 Look, you know, the guys how they have their hair cut this way. Oh, like the military. The military had to have their hair up. The, the women had to have their shirt, hair not on their shoulders. You understand what I'm saying? Um, doctors, nurses, for, for women, they can't have nails because germs can get under the nail, which is called fungus. You know, what? what is the reason behind why they don't want this man to, to show his dreadlocks? And to me, that's nothing big to me if he wears dreadlocks. Because I have seen, as we know, doing prom 
every June, May and June on prom, everybody posts Facebook prom pictures, and some of our kids should not be worn to prom. Well, Barbara Hill High School is a public school. Okay, it's a public school. Okay, I, I was just wondering. See, okay, see, this is, but this is why I have the issue, right? Because the dress code states that you're not supposed to have your hair down past your shoulders, right? Right. So, if he puts his hair up, you know, during school hours, he's within dress code. That's true. And if there are females in the school that's taking their hair down and letting their hair hang down, why is he being forced to cut his hair? That's true. So that's, that's why I posed the question for this week. Well, so far, we are on the same page. Right? So, but we still, we still can do this question because, I mean, it's a general question. It's a double standard question. You know, it's the double standard turn on its head because normally it's about what women wear and how women dress and how females have their hair and all of that. But this is turned on its head because not only is this a male, but he's a male of color. And this is his culture. This is his identity. And you're going to tell him he can't walk across the stage. He's a straight A student. And my question is this, why did they wait until he could graduate? I'm pretty sure he's been going to that school long enough. Yes, he has. And that's that's another reason. Like, the double standard is very high. And they want to send him to alternative school. As opposed to... They want him to finish alternative school if he refuses to cut his dreads. Now, if you are familiar with alternative school, it is for kids with behavioral problems who cannot thrive or are too disruptive in everyday classrooms. So they send you to alternative school where you are in one classroom all day. Right. Okay, but even at my granddaughter and your and your two daughters, when they go to school, it's a dress code. They 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 even at work where I work at, we have a dress code. Right. Our skirt has to be past our knees. Um, if I mean yes, we have dress codes. Also, professional. I work in a professional building, so professional. So, but if that's his culture. You know, I think I don't think he should have to cut his hair because, like I said, he's still in dress code. The only thing that would violate dress code, according to their uh, school outline, is if he's wearing his dreads down over his shoulder. And they showed a picture of him in uniform, multiple pictures, actually, of him in uniform with his dreads up. While he in school. So, this poses the question. What is the real issue? What is the real issue? Is it because he's a male? You know, is it like, what is the issue? And like I said, he's not a troubled teen. He has been in trouble. He has never had any fractions on his record. His grades are phenomenal. He wants to go to college. Like, the boy got his head on straight. And he's earned the right to walk across stage and receive his diploma. Regardless of if it's with dreads or not. And I don't think that should be uh, an issue. Because he is not being judged on his academics or his behavior. He's being judged on his hair. That's crazy to me. But, again, we have the double standard. So, our question of the week is going to be, 
do you think there should be a double standard when it comes to the dress code? Because he is a male, but he has long hair. If he wears his hair up, what is the difference? Why aren't the females at this school forced to wear their hair up? So, definitely choose yes or no if you agree that the dress code should be for everybody. This is not going to be a choose a Kim or choose a Zykea. It's just going to be a yes or no. Are you an artist looking for some exposure or do you have a project you would like to promote? Maybe you would like to be interviewed. Send us an email at cookingwithpositivity at gmail.com so we can help you reach for the stars. Are you loving what you're hearing and want to hear more? Be sure to check out this amazing, inspiring, and up-and-coming artist and songwriter Jay Queen. She can be found on Beat Chain, Facebook, and YouTube. Welcome back, guys. Now, we talk about a lot of stories in social media, what's going on on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and what have you. So, we decided to do social media moment of the week. Now, I've seen this story, Kim. I don't know if you saw, but there is a young lady named Taylor Garcia who was very upset because her perfect attendance pencil was stolen. Now, in their classroom, there is a a box where you could put your pencils that you want sharpened. And young Taylor, she put her pencil, her perfect attendance pencil, in the box so it can be sharpened. And when she went to go get it, it was not there. And so there was another young lady sitting beside her in class, and she saw her writing with the perfect attendance pencil. And she made it very clear to this young lady that that was not her pencil because she was in Canada. So she did not earn it, and she wanted her pencil back. Now, I don't know if our listeners have watched the video, but if you haven't, you should. It is hilarious. And she is very passionate about her perfect attendance pencil. And so we are shouting her out for her social media moment. I give her a shout out just for her perfect attendance. Yes. Because kids are not going to school and the parents are not encouraging them to go to school. So, yes, but she was very upset because she earned her perfect pencil and she did not appreciate someone who went to Canada. That's how she said it in the video. This is not, this is not me. I have no problems with Canada, but I don't know. So, one who wants to go visit Canada and not earn their perfect attendance pencil using her pencil. Her mother said to her, It's just a pencil. They all do the same thing. And she said, No, mom, not just a pencil. It's a perfect attendance pencil, and I earned it. And I agree with her. I want my pencil back. (laughs) Do you know how hard it is to go to school every day? Oh my God! That's why to go to work every day. That's why I put my kids' certificates up when they get perfect attendance every 
Something like that would have went into the, um, me, me personally, that would have went into what I have is my own children each, well, they grown men now, but they, I'm doing it with my granddaughter, has their own personal, uh, remember the old photo, the photo book? Oh yeah, I, I got a couple of them. So that's, I, that would have went in her photo book, as you know, right. that's what I, that's what I would have done. You earned it to me. Get a perfect attention pencil. It's like a little, it's an award. Yes, yes, it so is. So now we gonna say this. So, I, so me, she wouldn't have been writing out in school. It would have been still had the eraser on it, not sharpened. <laughs> well, she she was very, very adamant about her pencil. So she is getting some shine for her social media moment. And while we're giving out shine, we might as well go ahead and salute uh, Jill Haverson. Now, she has created a safe haven for women who suffer from homelessness in Los Angeles. And okay. She is our We the Women shout out. Yes. Yeah. Shout out. Give, give her her props. Thank you. Yes, because we are big on women supporting women here at Cooking Positivity. As you can tell, all of our hosts are women. <laughs> but uh, we do welcome men into our circle, into our energy, into our vortex. But there is a big lack of women supporting women. Yes. Like we talked about a few weeks ago with the the Meghan Markle, not Meghan Markle, uh, the Lizzo and the, I can't even think of her name right now, but Jillian Michaels, that whole tearing each other down just to build ourselves up. We don't, we don't condone that. We don't look for that. We always look for the women who are supporting other women and building other women up. So Jill, we support you. We salute you. And if you ever want to come on Cook Up With Positivity and talk about your center and your safe haven for women who are out here trying to survive and trying to relieve themselves of being homeless, the invitation is out there. And speaking of We The Women, Kim, we have our first We The Women's meeting coming up. Yes, we do. I'm very excited about it. Yes, and it's going to be this Saturday, and if you are in the Richmond area, not this Saturday, I'm sorry, the last Saturday of the month is on the 29th, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you are in the area, we are in Richmond, Virginia, and we're going to be at the Hall Street Library. You can find our group on Facebook, We the Women, or you can contact Kimberly or myself. Then we will get you all the information. Yes, and remember, people, this is leap year, February 29th. Usually, February just have 28 days. Right. So we're going to just keep this train moving. We have TV talk. Now, I am done with football. I've been done with football since. The Cowboys played their last game. Listen. What? The 49ers played in the Listen, you are a team hopper, Kim, because you say you sometimes Cowboys. Look. But the Super Bowl was on this past Sunday. And tune in to our sports talk for the in depth commentary. From our new sports host, and he'll give you the rundown. Also, the Mass Singer aired Sunday, right after the Super Bowl. That is a great time slot. Nick Cannon knows what he's doing when it comes to TV. Nick Cannon knows how to get in, where he fit in, and when. I salute Nick Cannon because he does his thing all over. And All American is that is going to be um, Monday, Yeah, well, yesterday at 8. And 
the neighborhood also on Monday at 8. So if you love some Cedric the Entertainer, you're going to love the neighborhood. That show is hilarious. I always try to catch it. And Tashina Arnold's on there. And she plays his wife. Very funny show. And tonight, Ms. and Mrs. is coming back. I told you guys about this last week, but it is official. It is coming on tonight at 8 on USA, so make sure you check them out. And if you are a wrestling fan, which uh, my daughter has become, then you know who The Miz is, and you actually know his wife because she's a wrestler as well. And they have a very cute show on uh, USA with them and their baby. Very adorable. Yes, they do. And uh, last but not least, uh, Chop. Smoking skills. It's all about the smokers and the smoky flavors and the smoky palate. That comes on tonight as well at 10 o'clock on the Food Network. So make sure you guys check it out and tune tune in and let us know what you're watching. Let us know what you're into. And maybe we might want to check out some of these shows too. Yes, the new show that's going to start is one, two shows I want to see on, on TV. One is Boomerang. Not Boomerang. Well, that's that's on BT. Yeah, that's BT. my show. That's my show. I watch uh, the first. I actually love that movie, so, you know, I'm good I'm good at it. Listen, I can't see that was the name. Oh, Cherish, Cherish Today. That's the name of it. I want to watch that. Cherish Today? Yes. Okay, and what channel does that come on? I think that's on OWN. Okay. And what is it about? It's about a man and woman. They meet each other. They very attractive, fall in love, but they are on two, come from two, as they say, different sides of the street. Oh, I've seen the, okay, I've seen the yeah. trailer, but go ahead, tell me the story. from one, you know, a very, I guess, the dominant side, and she's come from, um, I'm not going to say the ghetto or the poor side, but the mother does not want them to be together. It's had two people struggling to be together. Okay. And it is Valentine's and... Black History Month, so it sounds like black love at its finest. So make sure you guys check it out. All right, and when we come back, I'm going to leave you guys with a positive note. We here at Cooking with Positivity love to support those who support us. Be sure to tune in for our Fun Free Friday episode where you can be a Fun Free Friday raffle winner and win fun prizes from my business, Lisa Deshawn's business, as well as some of our sponsors and some Cooking with Positivity merch. Happy listening. Are you guys enjoying this episode and want to be a part of the show? Be sure to like, subscribe, favorite, share, and follow us on all social media platforms that involve Cooking with Positivity. We can be found on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and YouTube under Zykeia McCoy. Also on Facebook at Zykeia McCoy Inc. Cooking with Positivity, the podcast page as well as Cooking With Positivity listeners and guest connection group. And ZykeiaMcCoy.com. So make sure you join this positive movement. We would love to hear your story. Welcome back, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And be sure to answer our question of the week on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, TikTok, wherever you see the posts, and be sure to um, leave us a voice message and let us know what you're watching on TV, and maybe we'll talk about it. And I'm going to leave you guys with a positive note.
remember to love yourself enough to be authentically you. Remember to love you enough to keep being authentically you. Don't let anyone change your mind about who you are. Love you and be you. And we'll see you on tomorrow for our Wednesday host chat.